Welcome to the Investing Mastermind Podcast. I'm Michelle Markey. And I'm Sina Lundholt. And today we're going to talk about a very hot topic lately called artificial intelligence or AI and how it may be changing the world as we know it. And as you may have noticed, there's a lot of discussion in the news and a lot of hype seems to be playing out in the stock market with the rise in stock prices of a lot of big tech stocks, like some people's favorites, like Microsoft, Apple, Google, NVIDIA, and with the rise in these stock market prices, it kind of makes one wonder, is this a legitimate excitement or could this be a little bit of irrational exuberance in terms of a lot of people getting way overexcited about the possibilities with AI, which may or may not have been proven out yet. So today, Sina and I are going to discuss what implications AI has for investing and how to think about it if we are trying to invest and figure out which potential companies could be using AI in an advantageous way to continue to build and reinforce their business moat. So with that, what are some of the questions, Sina, that you've been seeing people put out there about AI? The question I first and foremost hear is, how can I invest in companies that uses AI? I've heard about AI. I maybe tried a chat GPT. I want to invest now in AI. That's one of the questions. Then I also hear, how can I use AI for investing? But if we take the first question first, how can we invest in a company that uses AI? We want to get in on the hype. I think that you need to be very cautious about that. There seems to have been somewhat of a gold rush (laughs) happening in companies that are talking about AI, or maybe you could say .com rush happening, like in the 2000s, where everybody, as long as you mentioned the internet, you were good and, and the stocks would rise and it's the same now with AI. So I would be cautious and being a Buffett style investor, of course, I would say, well, is AI within your circle of competence? Is it something that you feel that you know something about? Because if it is, then you could go ahead and study some companies that are using AI. But if it's not something you know about, you would need to maybe do some homework before you went and invested in it. You know, with some of that, I know some people have been talking about how NVIDIA's uh, chips are going to be very critical for AI applications, which may be true, but does that warrant for its stock to be bid up incredibly high? Like, is it at a value that's appropriate to what the possibilities may be. So some people may have been putting the cart before the horse a little bit. And if you like to see in this point, if you really like the idea of AI and you think that the applications are going to be really important and changing the business world, like it it would be great to number one, first learn about AI and make sure you truly understand what is real AI and what is just marketed as AI? Because a lot of people can just say that as a buzzword and be like, oh yeah, we're using AI, but are they really using AI? Or you know, are they just tweaking some of their technologies that are already in place to, to make it seem as if it's more than what it really is? And also number two, like then you can figure out which companies could be using it. And then if, if it seems like, um, whatever they're doing is also within your circle of competence. So number one, understand 
this specific topic, AI, and then see if companies you're interested in are adopting it. Like Amazon could be using AI to try to identify damaged products in its warehouses. So if you think about that, your knowledge base has to also be able to cover warehouse logistics and the business of e-commerce that Amazon is primarily in. So you would have to try to figure out how meaningful is it that AI could be helping Amazon to figure out which products are damaged and could that lead to savings or could that lead to Amazon being able to hire more people to help its business if they can use AI in you know all the best ways possible. So and some of that's a big if because we all think that AI has this big promise of being able to help do certain functions, but you have to try to match the, you know, the ideal image of what it could be to reality. Like mm -hmm. when, when you realistically implement it, how does that make the actual workers feel? Are workers going to feel afraid that they're going to lose their job to AI now that, you know, instead of using a human on a conveyor belt to pick out the damaged products? A AI application could be like, okay, that's damage, that's damage. And then that person might lose their job. You never know. So you kind of have to think about what are the far reaching economic implications of trying to implement AI. And if it's a net benefit to, to both the economy and workers and companies, and if it will ultimately improve the company's bottom line, and then therefore, you know, if there's productivity gains, maybe then the markets will be like, Oh, Amazon was able to sell way more and generate more cash flows, and therefore the stock price goes up. So you have to think about all of those moving pieces, right? Yeah, and and you also have to think about something else that's super important, and that, that is, will this company be the winner? Will they win the AI race? And that's where it's too early to say anything about that. And Buffett, he looks for winners so we want at least 10 years of track record when we look into a company and with ai that's going to be difficult there will be some companies that definitely have data five years back on ai and maybe also more but it's going to be difficult to find the winners right now because we're still in the very very early at least for the public, very early stages, there might be some backend system that has been using AI for years. We definitely know of some different technologies out there like image technologies or text technologies that's been using AI for quite a while, customer service, things like that, uh, chatbots. But for the public facing AIs, it's definitely new. So who will win? We don't know. And one thing you talked a little bit about was NVIDIA was that the price had gone up. And that's a really, really important point as well, because price does not equal value. So when you look at a stock price, that doesn't say anything about the company's value. So the price you see is not necessarily what the company is worth. And I think a lot of, especially beginners, think that when they look at that stock price, well, that's what the stock costs yeah for sure and and also if you are kind of finding yourself wanting to buy these hyped up stocks now you might be a little bit late to the party so that's another thing to keep in mind is like by the time the hype reaches the masses it's a little bit too late and then you kind of need to take a step back and just reevaluate like 
am I sure I want to buy a stock that's been bid up 3x in like a few months? Like, do I really want to commit to that? So you have to, you have to really question, um, are you buying it at full retail price? Like kind of like you're paying way more than maybe you should kind of like, you know, during the pandemic, some people were buying cars at above the MSRP, above the retail price. And is that car really worth above the retail price? Maybe, maybe not. It depends how badly you kind of think you needed it. But maybe if you were willing to wait, sometimes prices come back down if you didn't absolutely need the car. So you have to think about it a little bit like that. Like, do you really need to buy the stock at some of its highest recent prices or can you take a little bit of time to study it and and you know resist the urge to buy because i know you know when we feel hyped up you know we want to take action right away right like that's that's like kind of normal human psychology but if you can be a little patient and and gain the knowledge first you would be putting yourself at a little bit more of an advantageous position another question is how can we use ai for investing purposes like Specifically, the questions are, how can we use AI to find a stock that we should invest in is a typical question these days. And in my opinion, I currently don't suggest that you take advice from AI, at least some of the AI that's publicly available out there today. You know, it's still very, very early. And what we see is that it's incorrect oftentimes. So my opinion is to be very cautious right now, not to say that in the future, it could potentially be bots out there that can, you know, do some some kind of uh, prognosis of what the future will bring. But because the future is so uncertain, you know, nobody can predict the future, not even AI. If there's going to be a pandemic all of a sudden and people are going to be sick, you know, it's not something that's predictable or any other kind of black swans. And that's just where, you know, events happen that's unpredictable. So, you know, you could say the same thing. Well, even if I buy a stock today, that would be the same scenario. But when you do your due diligence and you study the company and you know it's a quality business, then it's a bit different than just, you know, gambling, which I would qualify something like that as, you know, taking advice from AI. Well, and, and also to that point, you know, unless you created it yourself, you don't know what the underlying methodology is. And from what I've learned recently about some AI stuff is that it, it has to learn from existing information. Like it, it, it can only know as, as recent as the data that's fed. Like, I think I heard that chat GPT only has financial data up to 2021. So it has no information of the last year and a half. Yeah. That's so 3.5 chat GPT 3.5. Yeah, but if you, I don't know if the more paid version of it contains more up-to-date data. Yeah, it does. So if it does, then maybe, you know, maybe that's useful, but maybe not. Because like you said, the future can't be predicted. And even if AI is informed by all of the backtesting information, like, and backtesting means, you know, you run through enough scenarios to to try to predict what likely outcomes would be. And even if, you know, of the whole universe of past outcomes, you could sort of have an idea, but it's not perfect because it can't be all knowing. So even if you have pretty good information, it still does not capture the full realm of possibilities, nonetheless, of what the future could portend. 
like Sina's point, be very cautious because unless you know what you're doing, it's better if you knew what coding went into it and kind of what data was fed into it and what the limits of the AI are so that you can be prepared because maybe you could use it as an aid, but it it should not substitute for your own human critical thinking. And, and that's even what Charlie Munger said at this past May's Berkshire Hathaway meeting is like, he likes old fashioned thinking compared to like AI, you know, like old fashioned intellect still has a place to play in, in kind of helping us make very human decisions. One thing you said was spec testing. And if there is something you could use AI for, it could be, you know, mathematical mo models and back testing. Again, be careful. It could be flawed. You want to make sure to really ensure that the numbers are correct and where it got the sources from. Maybe it's your own spreadsheets that you're feeding it so that, you know, it can calculate certain things and, and you're certain that those numbers are from SEC filings, then, you know, you can use it as a calculator. But if you're just asking for the information, you want to make sure to double check because the information that the bot has could be flawed or coming from a source that's incorrect. So it's really, really difficult. Like, for example, if you wanted to do calculations for ret return on invested capital, which is a parameter you might want to look at, then... You can use it as that calculator if you give it the numbers it needs to test and if you have those numbers from the SEC filings. But if you just trust that they have the, the AI has the correct numbers, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't trust that. And it sometimes also come up with some really, really strange suggestions where it's like, what? What happened? You're Yeah, like really hallucinations, surprised. right? It, it might hallucinate yeah. where it like just makes up stuff because... Yeah, that's a good it, word for it. Yeah, like I've heard that from listening to the Invested podcast from Phil Town and Danielle Town. They talked about how it will just make something up because it's yeah. trying to predict what is the next word that should go in there. So it, it gives you something that's almost believable, but then is like totally off. Yeah, exactly. So I would say the, the AI models that we have access to are still in the very early stages. It's not that awesome yet you know in the beginning it was like oh my goodness this is brilliant and then you find out oh okay yeah it's it's awesome it's a huge help it's a great tool but then again it it can't help you with everything i remember in the beginning when chat gpt was just came out i actually asked it what i should invest in if i was warren buffett you know using warren buffett's principles and it was incorrect about his principles first of all uh, like, for example, it suggested me to diversify, which is something that he definitely do not suggest. Yeah. He really suggests that you know about your business and and then you don't need to diversify. Of course, you know, he does diversify, but it's different than most of us are thinking about diversification. But it was actually interesting because it did come up with a few companies like Coca-Cola and American Express and things like that. It was like, oh, OK, that's a big surprise. Thank you. <laughs> but it's sourcing that maybe from something historical, like yeah, yeah. maybe maybe those companies were a great buy in the 90s or 80s or back when they were founded 100 years ago. But, you, you know, we're a little bit late to the party now, like it's suggesting something that's sort of irrelevant. And, you know, maybe if you want to collect a dividend, maybe Coca-Cola is OK. 
but it may have been bit up too. you like, so unless you've specifically yeah. studied Coke, I, exactly, I don't know if you can exactly. Exactly. So, that. so I got a list of things that I could, you know, I could just look into his 13F file that we discussed in a previous episode. If you want to know what the 13F files is, where we can see everything that Warren Buffett or Berkshire Hathaway invested in. So it was basically companies that at some point in time he had invested in that came up on that list. What you can do is you can put those companies on your wish list. And what I mean by wish list is you put the company name down on a list of stocks of companies that you want to take a closer look at in the future. So don't invest in it, but just put it on a parking lot. And then when you have time, say, okay, now I'm going to look into this business and then do a thorough investigation of that company because it, you know, AI could come up with a great business potentially. So put it on your wish list if you really want to, but don't take whatever AI is saying, at, at least not these days, don't take it for, for something that you should invest in. Definitely not. Yeah. And it's the same thing with like, it's not like you put into Google search, like what should, what company should I invest in? Sure, like, Some people do. Uh, but like, I'm sure there's a bunch of websites, like financial advice sites that will be like, oh, this is the stock that we think you should invest in. That's better than this other one. Like, sure, you'll get those advice if you're looking for it, but it's not like the almighty Google will say, invest here, invest in this. AI can't give you the answer directly. You have to come to that with your own judgment based on the facts that you gather and, and what you believe. There's there's a certain level of conviction that you need to have as an investor that no amount of AI wizardry will ever be able to give you. Like AI cannot substitute for your own belief system. And that's ultimately what a lot of investing comes down to is a judgment call. And you're either right in the long term as an investor or you're wrong about what you thought a company's prospects would be and, and how they ended up performing and if management lived up to expectation or if they let you down based on you know both qualitative and quantitative factors that you can measure so there's there's a variety of things that you know you can see if your investment case will play out as we've talked about before of how you form your investment thesis and you try to take it apart for example ai could still be a threat to google's business model in advertising so as much as there's a great promise of AI and Google is, is kind of made to have come out with their own AI product, Bard, maybe it, it may or may not be effective, but that still does not entirely alleviate the existential threat that AI could pose to Google. Because let's say someday, instead of Google searching something and then getting hit with ads from whatever, we then just speak into some device like our phones and say, AI, get me the answer to this. And then, you know, it could be speaking it to you from your phone or from your Alexa or from whatever. And, you know, that you might end up skipping Google altogether and not get faced with some of their advertising. So it's still a threat. Like, even though Google stock price seems to have recovered lately, it's still a little bit beaten down. So you have to sort of juxtapose what, what really could happen and as much promise as there is, is there also kind of danger lurking behind the, the potential threat? Because like you said, Sina, it's hard to know who the winners will be. 
And we don't know if Google will ultimately be a winner in this or if they will fall behind and if they will be slow to catch up on the wave of AI and its promise. Like maybe maybe Microsoft will figure out how to crack the code of AI and who knows? Like I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm not saying that, you know, either of these companies will decline, but you know, you have to prepare yourself as an investor for some of those possibilities. Microsoft, they invested in in OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT. So they are in there and, and trying to, to use some of the algorithm, maybe for their office products or maybe for their search machine. Who knows? <laughs> I'm sure it's in their files. I'm, I haven't looked. So with that, Michelle, we're coming to an end. Do you have any anything you want to say before we, we finish this podcast about AI technology? just remember what Buffett and Munger said about AI, because, you know, there were a lot of shareholders posing questions about AI and how that's going to disrupt everything. Yeah. And Buffett basically said, no matter how much technology changes there are, there's still the true investing principles that you can stick to. So in spite of changing technology, as long as you remember you know, what some people call first principles, like the fundamental principles behind what good investing is all about, you should be okay. And then hopefully, you know, AI will just be an aid or a benefit to your success as an investor. So yeah, how does that sound? That sounds like the best way to end this podcast with some good advice from Mr. Buffett and Mr. Munger. With that, we'll be back on Tuesday. Till next time. If you enjoyed the show and found the content informational, we would be super grateful if you would leave us a review and follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you automatically get new episodes in your feed. We publish a new show every Tuesday. The contents of the Investing Mastermind podcast are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. None of this is investing advice, and if you need help in your personal situation, please consult with a professional.